0: We are so excited to say that this season of Well and Good is brought to you by our absolute favourite honey brand, Mount Summer's.
1: That's right, Matt. So if you're looking for an all-natural sweet treat, then Mount Summer's honey has got everything from UMF Manuka to wonderful chocolate flavours and everything in between.
0: so today on the podcast, we have someone pretty cool. Oh, who have we got? Well, we've got Artie Savia. No way. Yeah. The All we, Black. Yep, the All Black, the Hurricane, and only the Rugby Player of the Year 2019. Mm,
1: yeah, this was an awesome chat. I mean, the guy's amazing. He's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm fangirling over him. I think he's amazing. He's so cool. Are
0: you fangirling <laughs> or fanboying?
1: Mm, fan girl, I don't care, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he's a father, he's also a fellow podcaster, he's a business owner, he's a fashion icon, and he's a husband. What can he do? Um, Probably
1: can't do a backflip on a tightrope. Anyway, today's today's chat was really interesting. Um, he chatted all about how he got into rugby, his values, personal journey around mental health, keeping grounded, how he uses social media, because that's quite a big part of things for him. And we also talked to him about his business, Adi Savia Clothing. That's really interesting as well. Um, mm. But yeah, it was just a great chat.
0: Yeah, and it was cool to, to get to know the man behind the game. You know. The man behind
1: the black jersey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the yellow one.
1: Mm, that's right. Anyway, that's enough from us. <laughs> Here's Arty.
0: All right, we're, li- we're live. We're live. We're live. live. Check, check. Yeah. Welcome, Adi. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. We're so stoked that you've given up your precious ah, Saturday morning. Yeah. To hang out to be
1: with
2: us. Here with you guys.
1: Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's set the scene. So we're down in Wellington. Um, and it's
0: call- a pearler. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's always like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> Every day.
3: <laughs> Wellington's
2: your hometown? Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Born and bred in Wellington. Yeah. Love Wellington. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, retire here probably. Yeah? Yeah.
1: So, okay, people know you're an All Black, you're a Hurricanes player. You've, um, I mean, you won Rugby Player of the Year last year. Mm. That's pretty amazing. Where did you, where did all this start? Like, take us back to the little
2: Arty running around back when he was, like, five. <laughs> yeah. Throwing um, around rugby ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, mum and dad played rugby, so, like, sport was always in my blood and my family. So we were always outside playing games, playing rugby touch, cricket, basketball, everything. And um, I, we grew up at a club called Ori's, it's a Um And yeah, just like early memories was just playing with Jules, uh, my older brother, um, he was, he's three years older than me. So like i would play my game in like the morning and then I'll like quickly finish and rush to his field to try and get a game for for his team, um, and just like being outside and you know you have all your your boys there, um, there were a few girls too playing playing as well and carving us up too. That's cool. um, yeah, just like every Saturdays was like a um, a day where we just spent most of our time at the club. We'll play and then wait around and watch like the. The Prems play and then the club rooms afterwards. So it was just like a whole kind of like celebration shebang kind of thing. So yeah. it was pretty cool. Oh, well, That
3: sounds mm-hmm. awesome. And
2: so were you always, um, I mean, were you always pretty good? Were you always playing in rep teams? Um, yeah, I was. Yeah. But um, I've said this before, like, because I, I was always in the shadow of Julian. Mm. So he, the size Julian is now was the size he was at like the age of 10. <laughs> <laughs> so you imagine him like being this freak and then yeah. here I come along just like, I was small, so I was like short, this teeny, weeny fella and people expected me to be this freak, but mm. I actually wasn't. So um one thing that I kind of mm. um, instilled in myself was like hard work. Like I was, if, I was, if I'm not a freak, I'm going to be the hardest worker um, in this team. So um I wasn't at, like freakish, but I just kind of, Um, my talent was like hard work pretty much, Mm -hmm. yeah, growing up, yeah. Yeah, I think that's sometimes the way like it, it, you know,
1: I think we're a product of our environment, you know, Mm. and I think your environment was playing with your older brother and stuff, you know, that sort of would have moulded you and made you like go harder and sort of strive to be bigger and greater and better and faster and and everything, right, you know? Yeah, but like
2: because when I was rushing to play, for his team, I was playing against dudes three years older than me. Mm. So they were, like, massive dudes. But I just – for some reason, I just loved getting smashed around. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> as weird as it sounds, yeah. like, or like, get smashed. And I was just – I loved the contact, like, yeah. But So, like, I just got used to playing against bigger dudes. And then getting – coming, like, into college, I was playing, like, men's sevens tournaments against, like, adults and stuff like that. So I was quite exposed to, like – that hard-hitting stuff um, at a young age. And then it's it kind of, looking back, it's kind of helped me um, yeah. to this day, yeah.
0: So then how how did that kind of, can, can you talk us through like the road from that to the All Blacks? Yeah. Well, I guess it's kind of a long road, but like real.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's, uh, it's pretty surreal thinking about it because, um, you know, as an 18-year-old, you finish school and then you go through, you're like – Uni, when I go partying and you know, and do all the the stuff that you know want to do at a young age, but I was thrusted into um, New Zealand Seven Squad, so a professional environment straight away. So, like, I had to grow up pretty quick. Um, so I went to Sevens, to the Lions, to the Hurricanes, all in like bang, bang, bang. So, I was in the Hurricanes in 213, and I've been in there since then. And, so, how old were you then? Um, 230. I was 1920? Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's young, eh? 1920, but playing sevens at 18. So I was going to like places like Paris and London, Las Vegas, wow. the age of 18. So I was just like this kid coming from <laughs> nowhere. We're <laughs> like, going, where the hell am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Um, and then just been in the hurricanes and uh, in 216, the hurricanes won their first championship. Um, and I was blessed enough to be, uh, to make my AB's debut in 2016. Um, mm. So it's been a pretty, pretty like smooth journey, like in rugby terms. But off the field, it's kind of been a, that's been kind of where my massive learnings in life and well-being and, mm. and stuff like that for myself. Mm.
0: Yeah. So do do you think that like being a professional athlete, I mean, this kind of seems to be like a recurring thing is that, you you kind of seem to miss out on that on on those teenage years mm, a little yeah. bit. So so I guess like is that the sacrifice that you have to make to to be one of the best? Is that you just have yeah. to go first,
2: um, especially nowadays because there's social media now. So like you can't just go out like a couple of years or five years ago. You could go out on the person town, maybe get into a little scuffle and get away with it. But now there's social media. It can't just get everyone will film you straight you away. Can't hide you can't hide. No. Yeah. Um. So you just like. Yeah, that is the choices that you've got to make. But you still can also have fun, just gotta.
0: Just say fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wholesome <save laughs> fun. Some yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And just like, you know, and um, that's why, like, so many people think well, we're these, like, superheroes, that, like, we don't make mistakes and stuff like that, but we're just, like, normal human beings, normal kids. Yeah. That, like, sometimes we do stuff up, but um, yeah. we get scrutinized for it, like, more. Um, but yeah. Back yeah. to your question, like, yeah, it's one of those choices that you have to make if you if you want to be the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I I find that amazing with our professional rugby players, how, like, one mistake, and people don't forget, eh? It's like yeah. people just really hold on to these mistakes as if our professional athletes are not human, yeah. you know, that that they're these perfect people that never mess up and they never do anything wrong. And it's like that's what makes us...
2: Humans, you know, everyone yeah. yeah. does. Yeah, that's why I've, I've like been massive on encouraging players to like um like build their personal brand and sh- use social media in a positive light so they they can show a different side to them to fans mm-hmm. so that um like fans just don't see the play on the field but they get to know who you are. So when something does happen, they got a more they got a sense of like connection. Yeah, and they rather, can forgive rather, you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, rather than just like they see you up here and you stuff up, and then like mm. they want to bring you down, yeah. because you're showing who you are, what you get up to.
0: Yeah, um, it's a really cool thing about social media these days. Hey, yeah. eh? is is that you feel so connected on like a personal level to yeah. to a, so many people, like celebrities or players or whatever you you kind of feel like you know them in a way so you want to support them even that's more cuz you're like oh a, that person's yeah. really cool that's you a, know
1: yeah cuz i imagine it must be it must be hard being an all black um or i guess any professional rugby player in new zealand because of the culture that we have um here where we we expect so much especially from the all blacks like <laughs> yeah. you know
2: like go give me some. <laughs> I, <laughs> Oh, i just
1: i couldn't imagine it man the pressure like you know coming off the back of um not winning the world cup mm, last mm. year it's like everyone just expects us to win yeah. so then when we don't it's like mm. oh it's just it's so strange yeah. and it's like
0: that's that's life like you don't win all the time, all the time. Yeah. you know yeah, you yeah. you've got to have some losses but we just yeah, yeah. Sometimes so, I think maybe New Zealand has a little bit of a sense of entitlement. Because like, yeah, we think, that. oh, well, rugby's our thing. So, oh, yeah, that's in the bag. Yeah, We're yeah. the best in the world. In the bag, yeah. Obviously.
1: <laughs> can't wait to celebrate. Awesome. Yeah, I already yeah. know where, what but, bar I'm going to after we win. <laughs> this is going to be awesome.
2: I, I've had a few mates that don't watch the game. They just turn it, like, they're just like, oh, I turn it to the 70th minute to turn to see what the score is because I know you guys are going to win. And <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. what the
0: hell? And that's not what it's about. It's yeah, about, you know, yeah. like the, the game. Yeah, it's, it's kind of
1: lost its way, I reckon, a little bit. Maybe with that. Eh? So what's it like being in the team when all that sort of – it must be like kind of like a
2: storm kind of happening around you. Um, yeah, like it's it's quite – it's interesting because we don't take notice of like all the stuff that's happening outside. It's and like, so is that
1: like a conscious thing? You have people around you saying, you know, kind of helping you out with
2: that sort of stuff? Yeah, so we've got a mental skills coach who deals with that and our coaches and stuff are quite good around that area and obviously we've got leaders within the team. That um kind of help us with the outside noise, but it's the, it's the ones when like you go lie in your room, check your phone, and it's just like oh, like, you know, you see something about you or like you see all this like and then, then that pressure can just yeah. mount on for certain players that don't know how to deal with it, and then that's where um either they, they crack or they just like just they just go slowly downhill. Mm. Um but yeah for myself i love like I've learned to embrace it now like and I think that just comes with experience um with all the outside noise like it's like for me it's like bring it on, let's go like, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, but um, I know like seeing other other brothers go through it, um that pressure from New Zealand and a lot of fans and stuff like that it's it's quite yeah. heavy, yeah yeah. Even when we win, it's like, oh, that win wasn't good enough.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, there's gone, always it's, something. Like it's yeah. got <laughs> into
2: that point, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't win by enough points yeah. or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. My goodness, wow. Yeah, and to- talking about um, dealing with outside noise how yeah. how do you how how do you deal with that? You know, like, is it about positive mindset? Is it about trying to just ignore haters or
2: yeah, um, mm-hmm. like in my mind, I I've got it that if someone if it takes someone to go on their phone to write a real negative message to you, it's got nothing to do with me. But I feel sorry for that person that does it because they must be going through something mm-hmm. for them to go on and write that stuff to me. So when that happens, I'm like, man, like at the time, I'm like, but <laughs> then I take a breath and I'm like, I feel sorry for them because they must be in a bad state to do that you know mm-hmm. um and also i just like um for me i I look at rugby now as like as what i looked at it as a kid it's just a sport where i play with my brothers i'm good at it i can just go out there and have fun um all this outside stuff like it's it's all good so um and i've got a close circle so like i've got a few of my real close boys like sass um draws like a circle that if I do need to talk, um then I can do that. That's a big thing for me, is actually talking about mm-hmm. if I am feeling um down or whatever, I'm able to talk to it because mm. I find that that takes a lot of weight off my shoulders. yeah, mm.
0: yeah, that's so interesting. And sometimes do you do you find like as as soon as you say it out loud, it's like you build something up so much in your own head, and it seems like this huge, huge thing. And then sometimes if you say it out loud, you're like, Okay, I feel like it's yeah. not even that bad mm. like when I say it because yeah. it's almost like it just takes it out of you. Yeah,
2: that, that's exactly how I yeah. feel. And then the, the, the people that I'm talking to, they just say like encourage me or um and stuff like that and it's just kind of like you're mm. okay.
1: Mm. Next,
2: next job. Mm.
1: Totally. Sometimes it's the hardest thing to do, isn't it? To mm. actually talk to someone when you don't feel like it. That's it, bro. Mm. But um yeah, it makes a huge difference. What what was you saying? It's like a problem Shared, is, problem a problem shared half. is a problem. shared is a problem Hard. Yeah, I love that. <coughs> yeah,
0: it's cool, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And definitely with your um your experience with you know, social media and and people writing comments and yeah. things like that. I think we've definitely found a similar type of way of dealing with that sort of thing as well. Like that empathy, I guess, for mm. trying to put yourself in the other person's mind and what they might be going through for, to yeah. make a certain comment. And and most of the time it's because they don't really understand that you're a real person, that you're probably going to read it and that you've got real feelings. and um.
0: Or if they do understand it, then you feel even more sorry for them, that, that they would – you know, try try yeah. and hurt someone else like because oh, it's yeah. hurt people hurt people, right? You yeah, know, like if it. you're happy within yourself, if your self esteem's okay, if you're feeling good, then you don't feel the need to bring anyone else, bring down. Anyone else down. That's it. Yeah. Mm.
1: Exactly. yeah, totally. And um so and so speaking of the media, just in the media lately, you've been um there's been chat of you going to the
2: league hey. and-,
0: <laughs> 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 and was that just like a throwaway comment that everyone's oh, really like taking it in randomly? Yeah,
2: this is like <laughs> I've, 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 I'm not gonna have I'm not having a go At media But like They take things And just blow it out of context Um And we talk about it a lot with, Within like The rugby circle Like They talk about us Professional athletes Having this real influence On people But the biggest people they have influence Are the media mm-hmm. And still they like Blow it out Or trying to Um
0: They're the OG influencers exactly. Really mm. And
2: I, I get I get it That they gotta sell stories And stuff like that But um yeah, with the league, it was just like the question was, like, Would you consider switching to rugby league? And I was like, Yeah, I'm 100%, 100% it's so care.
0: funny that they asked you, then they've like turned it around that you've made this big thing yeah, about that it. I was,
2: yeah. I was actually on a podcast.
0: Oh, really? So,
2: um, the Ice Project, um, yeah. Isaac John, his podcast in Australia, he asked, um, Would mm. I consider switching to rugby league? And I was like, Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, I'll be, I like, I'd yeah. consider it, and then it went from considering to <laughs> committing <Yeah. laughs> so I was like, Signed on the dotted line. I've got a contract. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the next day, the Kane CEO came and he was like, "Going to like joking around, he's going to league, eh?" He was <laughs> like, "Oh!" What? He's like, "Mate, all the media people were trying to call me and stuff like that." Oh my god. They just goodness. blew up. Yeah, that's, crazy man. That's wow, so yeah, hilarious. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because Art and I were um, talking about in the car here. We were like, "Why is it such a big deal for for athletes to like want to play another sport yeah, as yeah. well? Like, why why is that mm. a, a thing?"
1: Yeah, I was. It's it's interesting, eh? I mean, Sunny Bill's probably the the most notable person to yeah, like yeah. change codes and then you know have a stint in boxing and stuff like that. And yeah. it's amazing that he got um flack for doing that and yeah. people sort of came after him and were like, oh stick to the one code and yeah, all that sort of yeah. stuff. And it was like, oh, my God, this is like he one of the greatest athletes yeah. that New Zealand's ever had. And, and um still gave- and let it let him do what he wants
0: yeah. to do. If he wants to box, let the man box. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's
2: incredible. It's and that's the 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 um thing you're talking about. Kiwis in this tall poppy syndrome is like when someone's trying to do great things mm-hmm. we're so quick to hey hey no no come back down and like stick yeah in don't, be, spot. Too
0: great. don't okay. be too <laughs> great <Yeah>. okay <you> know?
2: <laughs> like who who are we to tell like Sonny's going out there doing like the unthinkable mm-hmm. playing three different codes and like professionally yeah, yeah. like that's something all athletes want to do yeah like, like we're always trying to bring them down as Kiwis but, yeah yeah. You meet the dude, he's the most nicest, genuine guy. Mm. Like, just so influential with the brothers and then you see all the hate and stuff towards them you're just like, like just don't understand weird? it so unwarranted eh yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
0: well that's something that, that I've found about social media that really annoys me it's like you, you can be a really good person and try your best just do the right thing at all times I mean if you make one mistake you're yeah. absolutely dragged across the coals that's for a, it but but then there are so many shitty people doing really <laughs> shitty things <laughs> yeah. and no one seems no to care because no it's to like, care. oh that's them, though. That's them though. <laughs> yeah. what's the saying it's, like
2: you do, like, you do ten good things you only hear, or, like, or something, like, you You hear about, like, you don't hear.
0: Oh, for... So- for every negative thing, like, you don't hear all the yeah, yeah something, something like, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: which is so true, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah it's so yeah. true. Then it's, like, all across the media that somebody makes a mistake and it's like, what about old oh, mate, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, like, does all the <laughs> – He does this every yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no
3: one cares. Yeah.
0: It's so funny. And that's just an example of, like, other people's expectations on you that you haven't set for yourself, yeah. you know, then, like, suddenly you have to meet them. Yeah. And it's I like, did I sign up for that. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Poor old Sonny, eh? he gets a hard time for just being an awesome athlete. I know. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah it's not fair.
0: No. And so being in an all black, can we talk a yeah. little bit about your training? Because I know that people are super interested in that. <laughs> yeah. So do you just train twenty four seven? Or like what's the what's the the schedule like around that?
2: Oh that's okay. So like Monday to Friday. So like we usually we plan on so Monday, Tuesdays like like clarity kind of day so like people just like you said people think we just train gym on the field like for hours Mm -hmm. but a lot of the work is like analysis um, studying what the opposition do looking at our own game like it's just a whole kind of process we spend more time on the computers reviewing, previewing like the other teams than we do on the field and in the gym so we spend about so we'll do about three gym sessions in a week Um, two of them are like upper body, lower Mm -hmm. body, and then the Thursdays like power, so it's like feel good, like smashing it out. The rest of the days are like we're on the field or we're in like pretty much classroom laptops, yeah, reviewing the games and or analyzing opposition. It's really Mm. cool, yeah. I I didn't
0: actually realize that it was that analytical, yeah, (laughs) it is really.
2: Yeah, for some some reason they've turned a simple game like rugby into like
0: <laughs> <laughs> coding and <laughs> yeah. laptop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're going to work every day. <laughs> yeah, so, honestly, like yeah. people don't
2: see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah.
0: A, yeah. yeah. Take take your little briefcase in and your coffee and yeah, half time oranges.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, no, we train about yeah three gym sessions a week. Yeah, usually um, we got a trainer who kind of gives us programs and we just follow it and. Yeah, took it off throughout the year. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So
1: you're training with the your teammates
2: at those sessions, um, or is that by yourself? Usually, we I do, but for yeah. me because I've been injured, yeah, um, I kind of been I've been training with a few other injured boys, but. Um, most of the time by myself. Okay. So oh, a lot of self talking and <laughs> looking in yeah. the mirror like,
1: I can't can do it. You, can, yeah. you are beautiful. Keep, you are keep smart. Going. <laughs> keep going. Oh shucks. And what's what, so what's the season like? Because I mean it sound it seems like rugby the season is getting longer and longer and the, and you're just sort of playing almost all year round.
2: Yeah. So um the season started about four weeks ago. Yeah. It will go so for us it doesn't stop. Pretty much until End of November mm. And then from November To All the way to like Early Feb mm-hmm. We have that time off Yeah So it's just like that
0: Yeah mm. do, you, do you have like Full time off Or like do you still Have to do some yeah. training uh,
2: and- The first two weeks it would be like Full time off And yeah. then like you'll just train in the morning or do something and then yeah. have the rest of the day. You yeah. Know, like, can't blow out, turn up, and you're like, mm.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just on um, gameplays and stuff. Yeah.
2: So I'm. Gameplays?
0: Yeah. Gameplays.
2: Let's chat about gameplays.
3: Yeah, game game uh, i yeah, yeah. just got a,
0: got a few ideas. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, so when you play, it's like, what's the percentage of structured gameplays, men just like doing what you think is right? Um, so sure. like in terms of
2: ratio. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so we it's probably like a 80-20, mm-hmm. like to like structure, like we have all these structures in place, but they always encourage us to play what's in front. So like we're we're in these structures. But if something else um like pops up that is not part of what we've kind of seen in like like in our analysis, we just play what's in front of us. Yeah. So 80% we're in structure. And that twenty percent was like we can just do what we want. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I I found in, in our touch team uh, <laughs> that the, the we would have <laughs> very similar. <laughs> we would have some structured plays, but as soon as we got out there, I'd forget them. And then you just you play know, what's in front of you. <laughs> I just play what's in <laughs> front of me, a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> so that's interesting that it's different. The with the all blacks and our certain touch team.
1: Yeah, really they, maybe they're a bit more composed. <laughs>
0: yeah, possibly. <laughs> I'm still yet to get a try, and I've played like three seasons. So oh, yeah, yeah you've come
1: close a couple of times.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have. But I find that I mean, God, this is so boring. But but I've found that like. It's this weird thing where if I am trying to, like, avoid someone, Mm. I'm, like, looking at them, so I run towards them. (laughs) Yeah, that's my main problem.
1: It's it's like it seriously happens. (laughs) It's quite strange.
0: (laughs) I know, it's really weird. So I'm trying so hard to get away from them, and for some reason I run, like, closer to them because I'm, Mm. like, looking at them. It's really weird. (laughs) Anyway, that's our touch team's problem. So so
1: what sort of play do you prefer out of sort of structured play or just going with... Your um, natural
2: style and oh, um, I'm a bit of like a natural style. So like, I'll play within the structure, but also within my natural style. If you mm, get what yep. I mean, like there's a structure, but then there's a certain way. Like, um, for myself, like as a flanker, um, I'm not the stereotypical flanker that you see in New Zealand. Like, like say for like the goat Richie, Richie McCaw. Like he was a hard, hard working man who clean rucks and stuff and then you have someone like myself who probably doesn't like cleaning as much rucks <laughs> but I love like getting the ball and like carrying and mm. like you know stuff like that. So coming up was quite difficult for me because I came through these teams and they were telling me I had to be like this I had to play this certain way. Whereas in my strengths were like totally different. So mm. um that was part of the journey through rugby was like I was trying to um impress other people by doing what they try to tell me to do, but it was actually, like, I was just starting to go like this until mm. I realised, like, I've got to just do what I'm good at. You've got to play for mm. yourself. Play yeah, Yeah. and, like, play use my skills game. that I'm, like, really good at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, like, it's just been, it's been so, it's been good so far. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's
0: yeah. really cool.
1: Yeah, one, because um, one, I think, thing that you do incredibly well is that when you, you, got someone hanging off you you just pump your legs like crazy <laughs> and i think like is is that part of what sort of drives you as you mentioned before like when people come at you you just kind of like bring it on is that kind of like when you're you, when you're faced with something you just like
2: go nuts you just step it up another gear and just like really turn it on yeah um like this comes down to like me playing against bigger dudes like i had to find a way to mm. like mm. break tackles um and also like i was always told that i was too small to be a flanker, mm. so like that, my mentality last well, week. I'm going to show you. I'm
0: yeah, show that's you. so cool. Now you're like an all black flanker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome.
2: But like, even like to this day, like you know, they still want me to put on more weight. Um, really? But I'm like, have you seen me on the, Like, I'm like, <laughs> have you seen what I, what I can do on the field? But yeah. I know it's just going to help me and take me to another level. But um, yeah, I love like I love that and like just like going hard. And sometimes I'm like running. And I'm like, ah, like I, <laughs> just I'm, let it I start out. like screaming it yeah. like after the game, the boys are like, gee, are you all good? Yeah. <laughs> you turned into some other animal. <laughs> like, you're crazy. I'm like, sorry, man. Like it's just
0: Just came out. Just, yeah. Yeah. I read
2: a study that like if you like scream like ah it like adds an extra like two to four percent into what, yeah. whatever you're trying to do. So really so, that's interesting. Well, like it.
0: I wonder if that's tennis as well, with like the, yeah. the uh the, yeah. the grunt and, like,
2: gym, People
0: yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Are you one of those in the gym too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Try it on the touch touch field. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Just scream as you're running at, at the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <go,
0: go>, <laughs> <laughs> That'll
2: be funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah well, if you're ever in, in Auckland, do you like having a game of touch, you can yeah, play I've round, always that touch a game team of touch. if you want. <laughs> yeah, God. I just get I too competitive
2: sometimes. Are you guys playing social or? No.
0: Very We're, sorry. we're, <laughs> we're, we're elite. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're yeah, so cool. Here's a quick message from our sponsors, Mount Summer's Honey. If you fancy a change from processed chocolate spreads or you want to skip the high percentages of refined sugars found in jam, then Mount Summers has something for you and your family.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong there, Matt. They have the first truly cosmopolitan range of flavoured honey with caramel, vanilla and citrus flavours to tickle your taste buds. And I have it on good authority that the next flavour to drop is chocolate. So boost up your breakfast, fix up that lunchbox or add a little twist to dips and toppings for ice cream.
0: Oh, that sounds good. So to find them, you can ask for them by name in your supermarket or check them out online at moundsommershoney.com. That's M-O-U-N-T-S-O-M-E-R-S-H-O-N-E-Y.com.
1: Okay, so, that, so that's like the weights and stuff like that. What about cardio? Like, do you have to do a certain amount of running every week or anything like that?
2: Yeah, it's real, like, um sciencey now. Like, we've got, like, GPSs. So, like, we wear GPS on, like, they've got – and um, our Jerseys, they've got like a GPS pocket. Oh, wow. So each player wears it when they train, when they go out on the field. Yeah. And they can just read like um, the distance that you've covered that training session, um, like the speed that you've done, like your top speed, like your it's top amazing. speed, like just everything, bro. Like it's just like all these like analytics that, yeah. that you finish That's quite off. Cool. Yeah. So like you could cover in a day, you might cover eight kilometers in that training session next day like and then like the trainers just base it off that Mm. um running wise like conditioning usually boys like have top ups um earlier in the week so like if you're needed to do more cardio stuff you'll either do the roller, walk, bike or the or like running on the field Mm. but after Tuesday then it's just like sweet just prep for the game yeah Yeah. Yeah. how do you find the recovery
1: side of things because I mean I used to play rugby back in the day yeah and, um, you know, some games I'd be sore for like days afterwards. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And so how how are you doing that week on week yeah. on week so on week massive, for
2: months and months? Massive part of being a pro footy player is recovery and nutrition. And um, you've got to nail that. Like I'm still journeying through it now because I was at, I was that young guy that was like um, – I thought I was invincible. Like I'd play a game and I'd be like, oh, I don't need to do – Ice baths or like hot and colds, or Mm. like ice my shoulder, just be sweet. But now I'm getting a bit older. (laughs) I feel (laughs) Feel a little bit more, right? (laughs) I'm feeling a little bit more. (laughs) So, like, and I see guys like Ma'anonu, who's still playing amazing. And I always ask him, like, what's the, what do you do? And I come in early in the morning, he's stretching, he's like Mm. rolling out his body. And like he's like almost 37, 36. It's almost yeah, like it's an investment bike. into it your is, career. It right? is, yeah. And yeah. like I see sons, like you know, the Normaltech things on your legs, those yep. machines, yep. like investing in that, like a wild bike. And when I was young, I'm like I was thinking I oh, don't need to do that. But now kind of um, journeying through that and trying to look after my body more because mm. it will help yeah. me in the long run. But it's it's crucial recovery. Um for some players like myself, we kind of don't realise that until <laughs> it starts, like we start getting little niggles. Yeah. Um, but there's some dudes that are, that are like, look after their body and you can just see yeah. the benefits. Mm. Like mine, that, yeah.
0: Yeah. And um is your nutrition a big part of recovery as well? Yeah, what uh, yeah, yeah.
2: definitely. Um, especially for myself, because I lose weight real easily. Right. And they want me to just maintain my weight. So um like, I'm not a big eater. So I've got to like, Find ways to eat and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it's real like complicated in Fourier. Eh? Like, you do a gym session, protein. If you're going to run, you got to eat carbs. Yeah. Like, just like it's real.
0: Yeah. Do do they kind of track it, like, for example, like the your uh, GPS? Do they have like a similar thing with your nutrition? Do they yeah. track your, yeah, you know, yeah. So, like, whatever? it's kind
2: of tracked on like weights and skin folds. Yeah. Have you ever done skin mm, folds? Yeah. yeah. Like, they skin fold us and they, um, They weigh us in. So if your weight's gone up and your skin folds has gone up, then that means that you've increased fat. Mm -hmm. Whereas if your weight's gone up and your skin folds are going down, then you've gained muscle mass. Like, it's just muscle. So it's like... Mm And they put nutrition plans in for each individual uh, specifically. And, um, yeah, it's real complicated. It's like, it's like yeah, I just want to so, eat my food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for myself coming from like an island family, yeah. we're just like whatever's put in front of us, we'll eat it. Yeah, Like if we don't finish it, that's disrespectful. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's it, uh, you know. Like, but
0: now it's like this whole new like, level of.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, whole, it's a whole new level of like yeah. professionalism and like we have to if we want to play. Yeah. At that level kind of yeah, thing.
0: it makes sense, I guess. And mm.
1: and so, what sort of foods are you eating, and like, how does
2: it compare to the foods that you were eating when you were growing up? Um, totally different, man. Yeah, totally different. Like, I've like my my is like um pescatarian, is it? She only yeah. eats fish okay. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I've went on that diet, and like I'll be at mum's house, and she's like you want this? And I'm like, oh, no, my mum, I don't eat meat. And she's like, what? get what? out of here. <laughs> you grew up on meat. That's why you're the player you are now because you had meat. Like, you know, and like all the food. Like we were growing up, man. We had uh, like takeaways every day because it was cheap. Mm. It's the cheapest. Like Mac- Maccas was a big thing. Um, and it now, like being able like we're having like nice cooked meals, um, like just like... <laughs> Meals that I'm not – I'm used to it Heaps now. of veggies. Yeah, veggies. Yeah. Um, just like, like – protein. it's pretty simple. Veggies, protein, salads, just like, like that. But mm. compared to when I was younger coming through college, it was like pies. Yeah. Like maccas. Yeah. It was all takeaway stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so I wonder if that gets more important as you get older as well, like in your me- uh, metabolism starts to – slow down because you know like we ate like crap when we were teenagers as Mm. well and i feel like it doesn't really affect you as as much but Mm. i wonder like if you ate like that now just like mcdonald's every day you know you'd be a totally different person yeah
2: like i was i had real fast metabolism so but till last year i could eat mcdonald's like every night and still be fit fast go out there and do what i do and then i just started to realize last year (laughs) i tried to like do the same eat chocolate and I just found, like, my skinnies were going up and stuff. So yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. My <laughs> it's my begun. Yeah.
1: yeah. I wonder – um, Yeah, because you, you definitely notice – I mean, we, you can only sort of figure it out by if you're putting on weight, I guess, for that sort of thing. Like, But I wonder, like, the changes to your recovery or, like, your mental clarity and stuff yeah. by changing up that food as well.
2: Yeah. I, I reckon it's it does. Mm. Um, like, when I eat well – for like a week, I feel amazing. Like I feel like I'm on top of the world compared to like, because I've been doing it consistently, and then I eat like a cheat meal, like mechas. I feel like I feel, I don't know,
0: a bit average, bit average, yeah. yeah so,
2: mm. Mm. yeah,
0: yeah, it's interesting. Right? Then, then you think like, if you were having McDonald's every day. Would you feel average, or like would you just have a new normal where
1: you? Yeah, that's just that the that new normal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Your body might adapt to it. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I found. Like I've my new normal now is eating like quite good and mm. healthy. And then when I have like a meal now, that I thought I'd be okay with it. I feel quite like not sick, but like just feels weird. Like yeah, I just don't feel right. Yeah. Mm.
1: Mm. Um okay so that's sort of like your your physical training your, your nutrition what about your mental health are there yeah. some things you do to mm-hmm. consciously try and get your mental health in a good state
2: yeah bro um oh, this is like people ask me what the secret's been with my on field stuff and it's been dealing with my well-being my my mental health as a man like that's mm. kind of been the game changer for me um the things that I do like I have to go for I have to get out of the house early in the morning. So I have to get up, go for a walk, just mother nature, like get out. Might be going for coffee, connecting with anyone. Mm -hmm. I just have to do it because it just helps me mentally to start my day, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah, we we saw actually a post you did a while ago. um, Just like you were just saying you're going to go for a walk. Anyone's welcome to join me. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Community walks, building Mm -hmm. community. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of something that I – I've realized that I need to do, um, for me to be in like a good mental state for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, other things I just like, like, uh, social media, like I don't follow, I follow a lot of like positive quotes pages. So like if I do hop on social media, it's just like all these like encouraging like messages instead of, you know, like just...
0: That's a good the idea. small
1: stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, it. You, you say small stuff, but I think that's huge. Yeah. You know, like I think that um that's creating a really positive environment mm, mm. Um, because I, I think we underestimate the the impact that it has yeah. on our mental well-being because we surround ourselves with people that we like in the real world. So mm. we should surround ourselves with people and, and things that we like
2: on our social media as well because we, sh- we spend so much time on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this kind of been – and the main one is probably be, be like um, talking. Like I've got a life group that I go to once a week um, and that's kind of been like a massive change. What's a life group? Life group, so we like group of, oh, the one that I go to, group of men that come together, we share our pits and peaks of the week. Mm-hmm. So like pits meaning the good yeah. things. Pits is like some heavy stuff or some stuff that you might be going through. Um, and then someone's like on the road, so, like, for for example, I might be on the road on talking about kindness and what mm-hmm. that kind of means to me. But then it's the open floor, like, people in and yeah. discuss about that and and stuff like that. And then um, we worship at the end. So a huge thing yeah. is my faith as well has mm-hmm. grown over the last two years. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the life group that I go to. Mm-hmm. and I do that every week yeah. consistently. And it's just been like kind of just like...
3: Help me. That's so cool.
2: And so that so that's part of your church? No, it's not. It's just a community thing. Okay. So it's like we like post it out on social media and we just have dudes that just just rock up or Mm -hmm. like we always like like the rugby boys, like there's a few guys that like I know that one dude's from comes from Africa that kind of struggling with family. So he came last week and just loved it and now he's part of like the family, like we call Mm. ourselves a family. So yeah. Just building that like That's safe great. space, you know, safe yeah. space, pretty much.
1: So how how do people find groups like that around around wherever they live? You know,
2: I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't know. We just kind of. should we start one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, start one. Just and, start asking questions in the community. I'm sure there are groups yeah, around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not too sure, bro. Uh, my best mate kind of started this this group, and he started because it because he started with a mate because those two were going through some heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Then they found them talking to each other and found it how, how helpful it was. And they were, they were like, oh, let's catch up once a week so we can check up on each other. Mm-hmm. Two turn into four. Four guys turn into six. And now it's like just like a thing now where it's yeah. like real, like it's real beautiful, eh? Like,
0: I love that. I yeah. love that. Well, especially now because I feel like around New Zealand especially, there's this growing movement of, of talk around – Men talking about their feelings and just like opening up about their mental health mm. and 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 feeling safe to to talk about it. Yep. I just think it's it's so cool that it's becoming much more normalized now. Yeah. That like it's not just females that are allowed to talk about their feelings. Yeah, it's it's everyone. It's really cool. It's mm.
2: And it's creating that safe space too. Mm. Like like you said, it's quite hard sometimes to go to a mate and open up and be like, bro, I'm going through this. Sometimes you need. The mates that are in a good space to reach out in and, yeah. and create that kind of safe, safe environment, safe yeah. space for you to mm. to talk. Mm. Yeah,
0: and I find that it helps. Like if I feel like I don't want to talk or like I'm embarrassed to, to talk about my feelings with someone, I I kind of think, well, what would I think if they came to me and 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 said that they were struggling with something? I would of course listen and be there for them and. Do whatever mm. they they needed. Mm. So why would it be any different? You know, like most people want to help when they're when you come to them. You yeah, know, it's, that's it, eh? yeah, it's really that's cool. It. Yeah. Mm. And in terms of plans for the future, like post rugby, do you yep. do you have any kind of um, ideas of yeah. what you'd want to do, or you just want to retire and chill out um, for the rest of your life?
2: Like I'm trying to invest right while I'm here so once I finish like that transition can be a little bit easier Mm. Um, ideally I love to do things that I'm passionate and I something that I love um, and that's like people um, like kids like helping like in the community Mm -hmm. Um, I love to like own a few, like, own my own business one day, like, a big thing growing up was, like, I never wanted to work for someone else, Mm. like, I just wanted to be my own boss and, like, and build something around that, I don't know what, Mm. that's just kind of just talking on top of my head, Um, Mm. but, uh, no, not exactly, Yeah, not exactly, like, I'm trying a few things, like, the clothing brand and podcasting, so I'm just, like, trying to try a lot of things, so, um, figure out what I kind of enjoy. Yeah, mm. yeah. T- tell us a bit more
1: about Adi Savia clothing because yeah, it's, right. it's awesome gear, and it's also I love the message behind mm. all your
2: clothing as well. Mm. Tell us how you started it and what it's all about. Yeah, man. So I've I've always been the trendy fella but at school. Like rates was, himself.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Listen, people are like this guy, man. Yeah. But like at school, I used to like tailor my pants. So yeah. I like, used to I stitch them and then sew them back into like nice oh. tailored pants. Um, and then the whole school started doing it and then I was getting in trouble for it. Um, <laughs> but like I've always like loved like styles, trends, like I was always into that. and when I finished school, I always knew that I wanted to start my own thing and I was blessed enough with the income I was getting with Rugby. Um, I was able to save and been, I was talking about it a lot, talking and then Sass got her business degree and she was like enough talking. We'll do it together. Like she can run the like the logistical side of things, and I'm um, because I like creative. I like being like creative art, mm-hmm. designing. So we came together, released the two seventeen, our first collection. Um, which I look back and I laugh at now. Like I'm just like what the, <laughs> but it's like you know the journey has been cool, and yeah. now we um our brand is pretty much sharing love, encouragements, and kind of mental awareness. Um. Using clothes as a vehicle um pretty much, and that's mm-hmm. kind of stemmed through my personal journey um growing um I guess like I mentioned in the life group, like having to deal with a few things internally, uh, a few demons inside me that I had to kind of change for the better for my wife, my family, Kobe, um, which was a massive um like was a massive thing for me to change,
1: um, just to clarify your daughter Kobe, not the basketball
2: no nah, yeah, my too. daughter Kobe, sorry. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and all the messages that you see on my garments are pretty much my personal journey and just hope that people can resonate with the message and share that love. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's
1: cool, cool, man. It's beautiful seeing that sort of thing from someone of your profile, you know? Um, and also, you know, especially I I think rugby has that stigma of being tough guy, um, Macho man Suck doesn't talk up about feelings. Yeah. 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 And to see you, you know, creating these pieces of clothing with like, you know, talking about kindness and, and um stuff like that is, is is beautiful. It's really cool. Thanks, mm-hmm. bro.
0: Yeah. And and your your podcast. <clears throat> yes. So um can you tell us about your your podcast as well? Because like that's got a similar kind of messaging behind it too, yeah, right?
2: Yeah. So um I wanted to kind of bridge the gap between um athletes, pro athletes and Um, fans so like um, obviously we talked about media and some media we wanted to cut out the middleman so um, and I wanted to share the um, athletes stories um, that were behind um, the jersey or like um, pretty much showing a different side to them and um, a lot of that's about the well-being side and um, their journey um, cause I believe like everyone's got, everyone's a book and everyone can learn from someone and, and connecting with someone. So just trying to, um, connect with the brother that I'm, or like the brothers that I'm talking to and, um, getting them to share their journey. And there's like, I sit there sometimes and I'm just like, wow, like mm. so many people are listening to this and their journey and like, hopefully they can learn something. So it's just sharing like their, their story and their struggles and how they've overcome that, um. And trying to release that to fans so that they, they can see another side to the guys. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think it's quite nice for for people to hear of people that seem like they they've they've had a perfect life and they're yeah. in this amazing position to, to hear that they've had struggles as well. And it hasn't all been smooth sailing. Yeah, you know, I right. think it like it resonates with a lot of people. Yeah, mm.
2: that's it. Oh. And like um like seeing that and hearing that, like even with the clothing too, like like, yeah, we make sales and stuff and yeah, it's good making money. But like the massive thing that I always tell SAS is I know we're doing right is when I receive messages from like people and they're like, um, um, what you've done, you've inspired me to c- talk to my mate and like, um, what you're doing, like I'm following you cause you're encar- like, just like real, mm. like, what we're doing is benefiting other people. And I look at SAS and I'm like, we're, we're going in the right direction, mm. like Cause yeah people are getting something out of this. So yeah. with the podcast as well and hearing yeah. the other brothers too and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah, that's, that's so
0: cool. And and it just like, it, yeah, like it doesn't just set a great example for New Zealand. It sets a great example for Kobe as well, you know, mm. to, to like grow up seeing her mum and dad like helping other people. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And also other kids, that's yeah. it, you know, growing yeah. up wanting to play rugby and seeing that it's not just about rugby. Mm. Um, there's a lot of other things that are, yeah man. You know, and, and how, how do you find um working with Saskia? Like, you know?
2: Yeah, it's been all good eh? Like yeah. we have like our moments, like she always telling me you gotta separate business with our personal life. Cause like I oh, will be at dinner and I'll be like, babe, we need to do this. And she's like,
3: Oh my god, just that's like us. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> she's
2: like at dinner and I'm like and she's always the one reminding you, and I'm always like in my head, I'm like, Oh, we need this, we need to do that. She's like, just switch off, mate.
0: <laughs> just enjoy your dinner. <laughs> yeah, just enjoy your dinner. Yeah. Um, Fish but, and veggies. Yeah. yeah. Cause
2: we when we first um started, we got a lot of like pushback about like you never get into business with your 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 spouse or your best mates. Like it's just not good. Mm. Um but we were just like stuff it, we'll just do it. And it's been awesome. Like we're totally opposite. So she's like real like Get things done like just like schedule, and I'm just like a freestyler. Like I love art designing, so I look Mm -hmm. after the design, creative stuff, Mm -hmm. and she runs like she pretty much she's the backbone of the business, runs everything, communicates with um, consumers and stuff like that. So yeah, opposites attract, man. So like yeah, yeah, so 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 true. She's Been amazing, so it's yeah. been good.
0: That's so cool, that's yeah. really cool. Well, especially in business, I think it's good for two, two people to have different skills because, yeah. like, otherwise, if you were both in, into the design, nothing would get done that's and like uh, mm. nothing would get sent out, and then that's you know, a, so you need complementing skills, yeah.
1: yeah. I think, I mean, because we're similar, Maddie and I, you know, spend every single day together, um, working together and living together, yeah, and yeah. The same thing, people kind of are like, Oh, how
0: you do know, you deal with that? How do you <laughs> do it day in, day out? And it's
1: like we actually love it, and I think yeah, part of fun. the thing is, um, communication is the biggest thing for us, just yeah. like you know, we've got really great streams of communication running back and forth, and so we that's awesome, we yeah. know yeah. each other's stand with everything,
0: yeah. And yeah, that's that's so funny that, that you say about talking about jobs at dinner, you're like <laughs> exactly the same because yeah, we'll be like We're enjoying this game, delicious bro. steak, yeah. <laughs> and I was just saying. Like, what do you think about you know releasing this or like
1: doing this?
2: <laughs> hey, let's get Adi Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh shucks.
1: How's it? And how's it been with little Kobe? So two years old. is now. Yeah,
2: yeah, she's been amazing. Like she, um, she's been good. Like since she's turned two, though, she's like she's found her personality. <laughs> like yeah, she, you know you can tell she's like milking it and she's naughty but yeah. like you wouldn't change it you know no. it's, just, it's just how, how it is um, but like having Kobe for myself was a massive like wake up call like I mentioned before like um, and like you guys said is she was a big reason why I had to make changes because I wanted her to grow up and see kind of like what she deserved in a man you know and the only way she could see that was through her father mm-hmm. and there was a lot of things that I was doing that like I probably wasn't doing that um, so like Having Kobe has kind of been a blessing, man. Like, and hopefully future children as well.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. So, yeah. Not only she's a blessing for us, but like, when she grows old, I'm going to tell her like she's the reason why I had to change. So. Oh, that's so go. cool. That's powerful. So yeah, cool. man.
1: Um. And do you think you'd like her to play
2: rugby? Man, anything. If, yeah? she, if she wants to. Play chess, she'd play chess if she wants yeah. to play rugby, netball. I don't, I don't care as long as she's happy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But
1: it's like, you, I mean, you, the experience that you've had uh, growing up with rugby, becoming yeah. a professional athlete with it. Do you mm. think like that's that's been a really great life that you've had so far? Yeah, I've been that? blessed, man. That's yeah.
2: an awesome life. And like, it's, a lot of the skills you learn in rugby, you can use, you can apply it to like life and business and uh, what I've found, and like that's what I've kind of found. So. Um, I'd love for her to join a team sport um, and, and team learn. Team sports teach you a lot, eh? Yeah, yeah. And um, grow up playing team sport and learning the skills like that. But just whatever she prefers. Mm. I'm, I'm happy I'm easy Yeah, Yeah. I think she's going to be a dancer. Oh, dancer really? and a singer, but, Showing some skills. Oh, she danced like a dad. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've seen you on TikTok. <laughs> Apart from the, the yummy song. Oh, I haven't the seen. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> you know, have you heard of that one? No, line? no. no. Was what? Just the Haven't you heard of that one? We, we haven't. We've we we been living under a rock. Oh man, now, she's oh, starting no. to do these like body rolls now. Oh, know, oh no, like, um, she's starting um, the body rolls. Yeah, I'm like, um, what Shit. are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what about if you if you could play professionally any other sport? Yeah. what would you play? NBA.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And also, do you think that um, you have to have some form of natural talent to to be a professional sportsman? Or do you reckon if you just start early enough and just do it again and again and again?
2: Yeah. Are, um. I reckon if you just start early and just, like, you keep um, – you yeah, keep working at it, you'll be mm. sweet. But like mm. yeah. talent helps. But like you've seen so many times that the most like untalented people usually are the greatest because they just like got their wreck ethic. Yep. Mm. And the hardest working guy in the team. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, I guess it depends on the sport. I mean, if you're if you're not gonna be tall, then basketball's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for you to play been a league yeah, basketball yeah, right. player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like I always I often think like someone like Richie McCaw. Like yeah. Richie McCaw is athlete, like physically, his physique is not remarkable. Exactly. Like it's not extraordinary. Um yeah. it's pretty um he definitely has an incredible physical ability. But like um he's not a freak, right? Yeah. Yet he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. And I think that comes down to his mental <laughs> attitude and yeah. his work ethic, and just how much he trained. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like I, I didn't really understand that until I watched his documentary. And I was like, yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, yeah. people yeah.
2: think there's a lot of physical, um, training to like to be great, but majority of it is up here. Yeah. like especially in the professional environment, like get your like prepare your mind mentally, how to deal with setbacks, and be able to like you stuff up, be able to like change the mindset to be like, to dominate the next task. Yeah. It's a bloody skill that you need to be practicing and always got to like work at. So um, people don't realize how important like mental skills is in a in a pro environment and yeah. what the mind can do and how powerful it is. And like, I know, yeah, Richie as well, like he's probably the goat tap puts more effort into mental skills and stuff like that. Right.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... Serious question. Yeah. Adi. if you could um, only eat three foods for the rest of your life, oh, three individual foods, what would yeah. they be? Um,
2: for the rest of my life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> ice cream. Okay. What flavour? Uh, Rocky Road. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Ice cream. Man. Rice. Oh. <laughs> Oh, really! I love rice, I love rice too. Rice, love is rice is like one of
0: the best. A couple feels. of rice fans yeah. in the room,
2: and probably chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, nice. Any kind of meat or protein. Yeah, be sweet with. Yeah. Really
0: covering a lot of bases with, yeah.
1: with this. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like
1: that's actually yeah. You'd survive for quite a while on those three. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. What totally. would you guys
2: go? What What do you guys?
0: Oh, we haven't done this in a while, eh? Yeah. What would you go, Matt? So, so you can't have like pizza, can you? It's got to be like one. No, nah, you got to one, like one ingredient ing- kind of thing. Ingredient. Actually. Allow
1: ice cream because that's right. delicious.
0: I reckon I would go um, uh, milk because oh, I yeah. like milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I do, wow, but man. I don't drink it because it doesn't really agree with me. Oh all right, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I like milk. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe I'd go like chorizo. Or something. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the third one, probably rice too. Yeah, yeah. I love rice.
1: <laughs> cool. You <laughs> can do a bit with that. You can make a rice pudding.
0: Yeah, you could. Yeah. 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 You could have, have like a little chorizo rice kind of stir-fry thing.
1: Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Um, I'd go eggs. Ooh. Banana. Oh god, banana.
0: It's the same ev- every time. You this never is what change. You get yours. Every time
2: you go
1: out <laughs> you yeah. <at> t- yeah. <laughs> know. just hey guys, I don't want the steak. I just want eggs and banana. Yeah. <laughs> eggs, banana, chicken.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. I feel like you're going to say kale or something. No, eggs, banana,
1: mind.
2: chicken. I'll change one. Eggs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Eggs are a good all round. You can do a
2: lot with eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Same you can. with banana. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, mm. anything. You can't
0: do that much with banana.
2: Yeah, you can eat it.
1: Put it in a smoothie. <laughs> you can make a pancake with it.
0: Well. You'd be putting it in in a smoothie with chicken and egg. Yeah, delicious. Oh, okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on our last note, yep. um, do you have any like cool podcasts or books or anything you want to recommend? Yeah, o- like any o- great o- books that you read that
2: you'd recommend to people? Um, oh, I've been like trying to grow from, like my knowledge, find it like liter- fi- uh, financial literacy. Like it's been a massive thing that I. Didn't grow up in so like rich dad poor dad yeah
3: oh yeah
2: um I've read that like five times and still trying to like understand it yeah <laughs> like, you know. yeah I've yeah. read that too it's a great book eh? yeah um what other book
0: barefoot investor, investor is is quite cool oh, really? too yeah yeah the barefoot yeah, investor. investor yeah that's really good because it's written and like it's very easy to read mm.
2: yeah yeah it's cool yeah um, Mark Hunt, like I love mm. biographies yeah um oh, there's there's a few what other um I'm a big fan of uh, Brené Brown. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really necessarily read her books, but I watch a lot of her TED Talks and stuff like that. Cool. Um, but yeah, something like yeah, no, Yeah. Cool. Cool. I struggle with reading. Like I'm like, it has to be a really like... Yeah. Good book or easy read for me. Mm. Mm. Do you
0: do you find like with, with kids it's a bit harder too? Because like I so I find I get to bed and I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you're gonna like read and
2: <laughs> yeah. you know it's a chore. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe's loving Moana for some reason at the moment. So
0: Oh great choice though. Moana's yeah, the Moana, best. Yeah yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well yeah. So how do people how do people track you down? And how do people track down Adisavia clothing?
2: Um yeah, well, I'm across all social platforms um, at Ari Savia, pretty much. Um, the clothing, www.ari um, Search online. Um, podcasts, Ari podcasts across um, Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Um, all so of
0: the podcast things.
2: All the podcast things. Yeah. So um, yeah, you can find me everywhere, I think. Cool. Hopefully, yeah. Sweet.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time. It was really nah, cool to meet you. you and get to yeah, know you. Yeah, hard. More. It was so good to
2: meet you guys and just sit down and chat. Yeah. Good Amen. start to the morning.
0: Yeah, yeah. totally. No, i I feel energized now.
2: Yeah. Can't be Wellington on a good, it's good. day. <laughs> 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 Told you, it happens every day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening. Thank you indeed. This podcast is brought to you by Raw Collective. And for any updates on our podcast or any of the other podcasts under Raw, head to rawcollective.co or you can follow them on Instagram at raw But wait,
1: before you go, please subscribe to our podcast and also rate it and review it. Leave a nice little message, leave a smiley face, maybe an emoji. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Or tell your friends. It's super easy, it takes two seconds and it would mean so much to us. Bye. Bye.